Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the podcast that explores the world within and out. And thank you for subscribing to Traveling Inside Out on any podcast platform you feel like. And if you could leave a review, that would really help me a lot to be found by other listeners like you. Thank you. It's so funny because I just said um, <laughs> the podcast that explores the world within and out. And I'm about to talk uh, about donating blood, which is as in as uh, you can imagine. Okay, so let me first ask you, have you ever donated blood? Have you ever thought about donating blood? Do you actually know that is helping your body as well to donate your blood? Well, I didn't know the last part, I have to be honest. Uh, but I have donated blood twice in my life in Romania. And the reason why I wanted to do that was because I knew that I can help someone else. <laughs> is that stupid? No, it's not. No, it is not. So... <laughs> Basically, my problem was that I was under the weight that they would accept. So I've tried to go and donate blood, uh, which I've done. And in Romania, when you donate blood, the thing goes like this. You go, they are checking some stuff. I don't know, because it's different from one clinic to another. You're, you're, they are going to check some sort of stuff. You have to fill in a, a, a form. And then uh, they are going to decide if you can donate. And then after that, uh, they will check your... Um, they will take a sample from your finger and they will check your uh, blood type. And then you are going to go and donate blood. Um Afterwards, you get some uh, tickets that you can use to buy uh, food in, um, in shops. And you also get one day for free in the public transportation. And if you are at work, you get a day off. So there are quite a bit of an advantages uh, in, uh, in Romania. While in Iceland, you are invited to stay and eat afterwards but you are not being given anything else. And another difference is that in Romania, they are going to take your blood, then test it, and then if it's not okay, they are going to throw it out, or if it's okay, it's going to be used. While in Iceland, first you go for, two, uh, first you go for a sample, they're gonna take a sample from you, then they're going to check it, and then in two, three weeks, you're going to get the results to go back and, of course, donate. That being said, I have donated blood twice in Romania. One was, uh, once was in 2014, and the other time in 2019. And unfortunately, I tried to donate once in 2016 here in Iceland, but they said that I have iron deficiency, so I cannot donate. And so now I wanted to donate again. The last time when I donated in Romania, they told me my blood type, 
they told me I knew that my blood type is zero. I think it's zero positive, if I remember correctly, um, or O positive or whatever. And I didn't know. I found out after that that actually my blood type can donate to most of other uh, groups. So that's a very rare, or not very rare, but that's very useful, basically. So um, I was, again, feeling very bad and all that. So whenever I feel very bad, I'm always trying to help someone. And I was like, what's the best thing that I can do? And because it was my birthday and wherever, I decided that hmm, I'm going to um, try to donate blood again around my birthday. But around exactly on my birthday, I was on my period, so I, can't, I couldn't. So then after my period and so on, I was like, okay, let me, let me go. Well, I have to tell you that I'm very disappointed because I'm going to tell you now I wasn't able to donate blood. And I don't think I'm ever going to try to donate blood in Iceland because I didn't have a good... Uh, all in all, it was not a good freaking experience, which is so sad. Um, but before that, I do want to mention that the last time when I donated blood in Romania, they took it from my left arm, and I was told that usually the right arm is better and f by other uh, doctors and so on. And it, it, some blood ran out, which that's not a thing that is it should happen. So, um, and it took like 15 minutes, which was a long time. And I wasn't feeling, I was feeling a bit uh, very hot, uh, but I was like, I don't care, I wanna do this. So this time I go there of course, I'm nervous because I'm in a clinic and because it's about blood and putting a freaking syringe in me and a needle. And like, I am a bit nervous. Like, you can't tell me that I'm not nervous when I am. So I had to fill in, uh, again, a form. And then I left it on uh, whatever. And finally, a nurse or I don't know who she was or what was her thing. She comes and she's uh, saying hi, so let's go. So first and foremost, uh, of course, you have to wash your hands very uh, well. And then also clean your hands with uh, hand sanitizer. Then you get into a sp special little office with the, with the person. And they are asking you all sorts of questions, extra questions on what it was on that form. And at the end of those questions, like that questionnaire, you need to be very honest though because they can. there's no way that they can check all the information. So thinking that this is something that you willingly, you want to do, lying about it, that wouldn't make any sense at all. So it is very much a trusting the person kind of a thing. So they're asking, have you done this? Like, for example, you're not supposed to have uh, done any tattoos or piercing in the last, I think, six months. Also, no uh, dental appointment. Um, and there are a lot of other information that they are checking, of course, when you've traveled last time in another country, uh, because some disease 
take a long time to develop. So, you know, they need to be extra sure that the blood that they are using, because that's not a joke. Like, they need to be extra, extra, extra sure that the blood that they are using is actually proper blood, um, because you don't want to infect someone else. So it is a very, like, in detail kind of a form. They are asking a lot of questions. And you get to ask some questions back as well, because for me, I kind of was like, okay, so in Romania we have done this. In my head, I was like, in Romania we would do this. How are they going to do that? Then I um, was told to go and sit on the bed, and they were saying, so because you haven't actually donated before in Iceland, and last time in 2016 when you came, you did say that uh, you had an iron deficiency, we will just need to take a sample now, and next time we are going to take uh, your uh, blood to donate. And I'm like, sure. So she's looking at both my uh, arms, left and right. I'm telling her that I was told that the right arm is actually the best one. And she's like, yeah, usually because that's the one that you are using. So sometimes the veins are more visible. Uh, visible. And finally, she, she takes a sample uh, from my right arm. But she said, but it would be possible from the left arm as well. Uh, so she's taking a sample. It's not taking long. And then she's telling me that I'm going to get my results in two, three weeks. I'm going to get a message on my phone. And she asked me, do you have anyone who speaks uh, Icelandic so then you understand? And I was like, sure. She also told me that in case that I will have um, iron deficiency to still donate, to still go, they are going to give me like specific tablets with iron that are not something that you can buy over the counter because when you have a bit of iron deficiency the um, the pills that you the pills that you would find in the pharmacies are to kind of equilibrate while what they want is to over like for me to have over with the iron in such a way that when i donate i would then i would be equilibrated so I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. The fact that if I do have iron deficiency and then I can still donate, they can give me these pills and I can still go back. She was very nice. She was very calm. She was listening to me and explaining things to me. Like, I really enjoyed the experience. Then two weeks passed. Two weeks passed and... I get a message on my phone. No, I get a message on my phone, but also on my email. So I'm asking two people who speak or understand Icelandic. And I'm like, because by Google Translate, it didn't seem to mention anything about my iron levels or anything. It was just like an invitation to come the next day. And I'm like, is that, is this like, oh, okay, like, is this, the result that I'm waiting for, or is this just like a common thing? And both of my, the people that I asked, they were like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look like it's personalized at all. It does look like a thing, but, and I was like, why would they send me this if I'm waiting for my results? Why would they send me this to tell me to go the next day if I'm still waiting for my results, right? So I was like, okay, so then maybe this is the message that I'm going to get because if it would have been, I was like, maybe it would have been personalized if I would have had a problem. But since I don't, then they just uh, send the generic one. 
So I go back to the clinic um, the next day. And I was told to go a little bit later. I was told to drink quite a bit of water beforehand, which I tried compared with how little water I drink in general. It was quite a bit of water that I drank that morning. I walked all the way there. And I, again, I had to fill in the information. And then she saw in the system that I went, I, I guess, I don't know what they checked or what they didn't check. I don't know. I'm not going to assume. But I get there, I fill in the form, and then another nurse, I saw the nurse that I was talking with last time, but with another nurse. She's taking me again in the office to talk. She's checking my um, heart rate, and it was a bit over the required one. And I was like, I walked for like 20 minutes to come here, so maybe I just need to. She's like, yeah, okay, okay, take your time a little bit. And then she checked again, and I was okay. And finally, she asked me, like, did you drink uh, water? And I'm like, yeah, I, I drank quite a bit of water. I was told to do that. Okay, cool. Then I lay on the bed. She's bringing me a little juice box. And she's like, you can drink on this until I prepare everything and tra-la-la. Then she starts looking at my veins. And she already starts puffing and muffing. And I'm like, and she's like, oof, Okay. Let's see. And I'm telling her again, I was told that the right hand works better, but I don't know. And then she's looking and looking, and then she's checking, and she's like, would you be okay for me to take from the left? And I'm like, sure, you're the specialist, whatever, sure, I don't mind. And then she has to move the whole things from my right to the left. Okay, she's doing that. And then I see her being scared. And I mean, when it comes to donating blood and someone trying to put a needle in your fucking vein, to see someone that is hesitating, it's not something that you want to do. So maybe she should work a little bit more on her poker face. And I did tell her that I know, she's like, you have really thin veins. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I was told that before. And she's trying to, like, she was trying to be nice about it. She was trying to say like, oh, so you knew that and you still came to donate and I'm like yeah she's like you might really be a good person and I'm like well I'm trying to be <laughs> I'm trying to donate blood I'm trying to help other people but let's see so she's putting the thing in my left she, f she, she gets the needle into my left hand it hurts a little bit but it hurt last time as well so I was like it's fine um, and she's like saying ah no 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 and then she stops and she's taking the needle out and she's telling like, no, it, it's not to go coming out. No, blood is coming out. Nope, nope, it's not okay. She's like, okay, let me try from the right hand. And I'm trying to make a, a joke and I'm saying, I don't have a third hand. And she's like, no, 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 it's going to be fine. Uh, you might get a bruise, uh, but uh, worst case scenario, you can just come after two weeks. And yeah, it's, it's going to be fine. And she's trying from my right hand. And it works. It goes really slow. It's like a machine. Like, she doesn't need to do anything, right? It's like a machine that is basically sucking the blood out of my veins. <laughs> and it's going really slow, though. So she's looking at it, and she's giving me a ball to squeeze, which she's done before she put the needle in my hands as well. So she's done that. She's telling me to squeeze, and I'm like, well, I can't. 
Because when you have the needle in your freaking vein, I don't know if anyone uh, that is listening to this podcast has done that before, but you can't. It's like if you hold onto your, um, around your basically, like, uh, I don't even know. But the point is that I can't quite squeeze anymore. Like my hand was so in a weird way that I, I couldn't squeeze anymore. So I'm telling her like, yeah, it's not that easy now. And I think that made her panic, and I'm like, I don't get it. Because she's like, yeah, no, I can't. And it, it went, like, for five minutes, and then they were like, no, I have to stop it. This is not okay. And I was like, for fuck's sake, why not? Um, so she, she first tried to change the position of the needle because it hurt a little bit, and she's like, I'm hurting you. And I'm like, it hurts a little, that's fine. And then she's stopping the thing, and then she's telling me, like, okay, Maybe try to drink more water next time and try to um, come after two weeks. And, yeah, hopefully we're going to get, uh, get it right next time. And she was saying that, uh, you know, maybe it's going to, I'm going to get some bruises. And then she makes the joke that I wish so much that she, she wouldn't have, like, she should have not done that. She says to me, if they manage to do it in Romania, we will for sure manage to do it here. And I'm like, bitch, that's not nice. And I wish I could have said to her, I don't appreciate this joke. I could have just then done that, but I couldn't because I didn't. And there's that. But that really felt like here I am trying to, and excuse me, but I did donate twice in Romania, once from my red arm, uh, from my right arm, one from my left. It was more difficult the, the second time, but whatever the fuck, I've done it. And they did it from the first try. They didn't have to try other arms and shit. So that really didn't feel nice. And I was really determined. After I left the clinic, I'm like, okay, shit happens. It sucks that I didn't manage to donate, but, you know, shit happens. I'm just going to go. Uh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <sighs> and I get home. One week later, I get a message that I actually have iron deficiency. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm done. So I went to their clinic. They checked my security number. They saw me in their freaking software program like they saw me there and they still didn't check to see so those results like what the hell was all that about and in the message is written that i can donate I, don't, I have iron deficiency i should take some iron and then i can go in four to five months again and i'm like okay so this message is not at all what I was told, also, why am I getting this message now? I already tried to donate. Luckily, now, I can say luckily, it didn't work. But what if it would have worked? You would have given my blood? Like, I don't, I'm so confused and so frustrated and so disappointed. Uh, but I guess uh, this is how it is. And unfortunately, there's nothing that I can do about it other than 
I promise you this is not the regular experience that people have when they donate blood. So please, 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 please consider donate blood because it's helping others and it also helps you because you're kind of like recharging um, the quality of your blood, if I can say that, when you donate. So please, please, please don't make my experience your experience. Still try to donate. This concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so by emailing to alinaswonders at gmail.com. Until next time, follow your dreams and stay true to yourself.